0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the We Are Never Truly Alone podcast with myself, Tiffany Rice. On this episode, I have my friend, Nicole Michelle. She is a singer and songwriter and upcoming pop star sensation. We are gonna be talking about what it takes to keep on going despite all the negative talk that we may feed ourselves. It's releasing that self-doubt. We talk about letting go of what no longer serves us and how we continue to move forward. So make sure you join us. Nicole Michelle. How are you? I'm so good. How are you, too? Good. So if you guys don't know who Nicole Michelle is, Nicole, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: What is it that well, you do? Well, hi guys. Um, my name's Nicole and I have been an artist in the music industry for um, about nine ten years now um so i have been you know through a long journey of ups and downs and a couple years ago i collided with tiff through um a mutual jewelry company that we are both working with dune jewelry And, um, you know, everybody experiences loss and whatnot. And I decided, well, actually, my mom decided to get in touch with Tiff. And I have been blown away ever since meeting her. Um, A lot of healing has come from our meetings and whatnot. And that's who I am. And that's who we are together. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you
0: know... One of the reasons why I wanted to have you on is because I totally respect everything that you've done and where you've come from. You know, your story is something that amazes me, and I feel like so many people can relate to that. So you had told me that you had a music teacher that was near and dear to your heart who started you on this journey that pretty much elevated you to get to the next level of where you wanted to be. And then what happened?
1: Yeah, so I was um, either 9, 10, 11, something around there. And I had been asked by my dad if I wanted to get into piano lessons and singing lessons. And I said, you know what? Why not? Exciting path. Um, So we went on and um, started working with my first ever um, mentor slash piano teacher His name was Jamie. Um, It was awesome. He was probably the first person to introduce me to learning music and, you know, getting into music and channeling yourself. Um, And unfortunately, after about three or four months into working with him, um, he passed away. Um, He actually committed suicide. And, um, you know, that was really hard for me coming from someone who was, you know, my mentor. Um, so it was pretty awesome to have you uh, channel him today and get to hear from him. We did do a
0: reading before this
1: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. Well, you know, it must have been
0: so difficult because this was somebody that you had put your time and energy into thinking that this person was going to be helping you further the steps of making you somewhat into where you are actually now and all of a sudden this tragic passing must have left you feeling somewhat rejected or yeah you know how did that make you feel
1: you know what when you're a young kid you don't really understand everybody else's life problems and issues that they're going through so um you know, that was my first experience with, you know, a death that wasn't expected or wasn't from an older person. Um, that was just kind of random and out of the blue and tragic. Um, and it was horrible. I did feel, you know, like a little rejected. Obviously, now I know he was an adult with his own problems and his own mental illnesses and the little girl that he was teaching piano to had absolutely nothing to do with his choice um but yeah I did feel awful in that moment of time but I I had a feeling that he was watching me since the start so this happens a lot when
0: we lose a loved one even if it's a family friend Tell me, did this inspire you or motivate you to to do more, maybe play more piano, maybe sing more? Like, Did his passing inspire
1: you in some way? So I will say um, him in general, he inspired me to um, play piano more. And um, I remember being really little and not really um, having been Doing too many, like performing. In fact, I don't think I ever performed anywhere. And I played piano in the basement of this house, and then I took singing lessons in the upstairs. And I remember being 10 and singing my heart out. And all of a sudden, Jamie comes walking up the stairs, mind blown. And I feel like that was one of the first times that I felt like, oh my gosh, someone really thinks I'm amazing. And um, so it, his energy in general motivated me and i feel like when he passed it um honestly it kind of shut me down for a little while because i was like okay well if he was this amazing at piano and he didn't want to be here anymore like <laughs> um but i ended up picking it up again um and i'm glad i did and you know he he does motivate me even still now because he's the one that really kicked it off for you. He is. And he was the one that
0: actually listened to you and heard you the way that you deserve to be heard. Yeah. So now with that, you're playing stadiums, you're playing big event locations. Like, tell me about that. Like,
1: that's pretty yeah. amazing. I'll say um, it was only about two or three years after his passing, I um, had started performing for big things. So I was 12 and 13 when I started singing the national anthem for um, stadiums and whatnot, and I really, really fell in love with it. Um, Since then, I've been doing a lot of things, um, with surprisingly s- some of my like parents' generation. Okay, um, so you got to tell so, me. Like, are you able to tell me with who? Like, yeah. So I do work with Naughty by Nature. Um, okay, KG right. and Vin all the time. They're my top guys. Down with OPP. Um, yes, you yeah. know me. Um, and um, I have also done quite a few things um, with New Kids on the Block, Get which I here. know you love. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know. Donnie Wahlberg, where are you? Where are you? (laughs) Somebody find him. (laughs) Somebody, somebody, anyone, anyone? (laughs) Yeah. So, um, you know, since COVID it's been kind of a struggle for everyone in the music industry, but it's, you know, so nice to still be doing a lot of, um, healing, Uh, which is kind of where I can connect with you through music because music is kind of my way of um, healing. So I've been doing a ton of writing and just... um pouring my emotions out into a room with the piano and my voice and I really feel like sometimes the spirits are right there listening to me. I feel like Jamie is listening to me and going, "Nice job, Nicole. I knew I knew this would evolve a little bit." So, yeah. And it's keeping your mental health in check. You know, I
0: always say that writing, whether it's writing music, drawing, anything that helps you create helps you with your own personal therapy as well
1: yeah no I 100% agree I feel like whenever I'm having a really tough um, moment or something that I just um, that I just went through I time after time continuously walk into my living room put my voice memos on find a chord progression and just pour my heart out and honestly like 50% 50% of the time, I, like, ball my eyes out as I do it. So it when I tell you it truly is a, a form of healing and a form of, um, you know, converting your energy into something good instead of um, harm, it's valuable. And I'm so glad that you said that, too,
0: because I'm someone who I'll tell people, oh, go ahead and journal and write. But when I start to write, I always get stuck on like the first sentence because it's almost as if I'm too hard on myself. So the fact that you can allow yourself to be vulnerable and that's where your like creative juices run, where you're you're thinking, you know what, I'm just going to write and I'm going to sing and that's, I'm going to just pour my heart out and that's your connection. So the fact that you're able to do that without allowing any other thoughts that run through your head as far as self-doubt. Creep yeah. in. It's just nope, here I am. And this is how I feel like it's so amazing because when you sing, you
1: guys, you have to check her out. Where where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Nicole Michelle Sings or on YouTube and Facebook, anywhere. You have
0: such a soulful voice and it's absolutely gorgeous. And Thank you. you you're welcome. And you know, now that I know that you have been playing out for so long and doing so much, especially right now at such a young age, you know, do you ever take note of, like, is there ever a moment where you have this aha moment and you're standing in in a stadium and you're thinking, oh, my gosh, can I do this? Can I not do this? You know, I think it's yeah. called, like, imposter syndrome yeah. where you're like, wait a minute, is, am I really a good singer? What's going on? Yeah. And, like, you almost
1: second-guess yourself no. at doing what, the things that you do i think everyone gets in their head at moments and um you know i think the only way for you to not feel like that is experiencing everyone else's emotions oftentimes i will get off after a performance and i'm like "Mm, i don't know about that 2 seconds later someone comes up to me. Oh my god, that was the most amazing thing. And I'm like, okay, never mind. Like honestly, I feel like everyone gets in their head about things. And like you were yes. saying earlier during my reading, I think it's so important to, you know, be yourself truly and not worry about what anyone else is thinking and and take the good with the bad because there is going to be negativity and there's always going to be positivity because I think most people want to be positive, um, but I think there's still trolls and a lot of negativity out there too. So
0: and it doesn't even matter how big you are. Like, let's just talk for a moment because this can happen in like someone's personal life. They don't have to be a celebrity singer or anything like that. It's it's. It can be in like small groups. It can be like mom's groups on Facebook or, you know, something (laughs) of that, that nature. So, you know, like how do you handle, because now that you're out there, now that you are pretty well seen, you're well known, I always say not everybody is everyone's cup of tea. So what do you do with like the negativity? When you actually read negativity from a stranger,
1: like what do you think? Do you even put any energy into that? I'm not going to lie. It's taken a lot of um, training over the years, but I've always had my mom, thankfully, because she would always be the one to you know, take me out of those moments where I'm like, mom, can you like believe this? And, you know, bawling my eyes out and her just, you know, talking me through it. But I think over the years you get older and you start to realize, I almost feel bad for those people who have the time of day to pick on other people or to, you know, spread negativity. I think us as human beings should want to take care of each other and want to say kind things to each other so at this point in my life I've gotten every comment (laughs) in the world and I just try to laugh at it sometimes you can't sometimes it eats away at you and that's okay because um it's not gonna you know hurt you forever but um you know I just try to laugh at it sometimes I'm like you know what whatever because I have all these people backing me saying that I'm okay, and more importantly, you have yourself.
0: Yes, backing yourself, saying you're okay. Like, but it, it is like sometimes we have the little ego that eats away at us. Yeah, and, and it's you know my profession being a spirit medium, <laughs> you know, isn't always the easiest either. You no, know, you, you get people that are so grateful because they've experienced these aha moments, but yeah. then you have people that are just so firm in their beliefs, which is totally fine. So I always say, okay, you believe what you believe in. I believe what I believe in and let's just be cool and kind to each other because that's yeah. all we have is to be cool and kind to each other and be respectful. And you know, I, I know I just can't even imagine if there was a song or something that say you put out and maybe it wasn't my favorite. Right. Because let's face it, there's going to be an array of music that you put out. Mm
1: -hmm. There's
0: going to be... That's why they call them favorites. There's going to be favorites where someone's going to love. And then there's going to be a song where you're like, "Mm, I like this one better. Right. But just because if if that was a situation where I listened to an album of yours and thought, hmm, I don't know if that's my favorite. I never would take the time and the energy to actually... One, I wouldn't text you because no. I know you on that level to text, but I would never comment in a public platform or no I just why would I do that? What is no. that? Are you going to take the album down? Right. No. Right. Are you going to raise your hands and say, you know what? Jody from Nebraska said that I don't know. She doesn't like it. <laughs> you know? No, like, exactly. Right. You have to have that strong belief of you know again you're not everyone's cup of tea but you're your own cup of tea and that's what really matters
1: I will scroll through social media platforms like we all do um I will go through the comments and I am so sickened by the amount of people who have negative things to say about someone who is doing no harm exactly I personally think everyone is different everybody has a different journey if that person is not harming anyone there is no reason for you to harm them with your comments your um returning videos your posts you don't that's that's so out of my mind like for people to think oh I'm going to do this. It doesn't make sense. And we've all experienced it being on social media. Even people who aren't, you know, public people, they've experienced it, you know. Right,
0: right. Everybody has their own battle to face, you know. And I think that if we go back to where we started from, like the reason, not the reason, but when we talk about jamie yeah. and his passing right and dealing with mental health and, and realizing like he's the one that elevated you to get to be where you are and every single moment you're so blessed and thankful for yeah. jamie because he gave you that inspiration to be able to to move forward and that's where you connected to music yeah, and course. so now you're able to live your passion because you were doing what you've always loved to do yeah. Which is writing and writing for you is something that's so therapeutic. You're getting it out there. There's no one dictating what you should or should not write. So then when you put it out there, you put it out there with that same confidence it took for you to write it. Yeah. And that's what it that's where that circle comes from. It's like you have to know what you're doing, you have to enjoy the journey and circle back around to it and realizing right. like you're doing it for you, not right. just for, you know, the yeah. comments, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. If that makes sense. It's the same thing with my readings, you know? Like I people contact me for a reading and mm-hmm. I bring through their loved ones in spirit offering validations and messages and letting them know that we are never truly alone. Yeah. Hence the name of the podcast. Exactly. You know? <laughs> and, and then there's people that I've never met that will comment on my things and say right. something that's negative or um, d- disrespectful. And it's just right. I would never... to do that but that's not showing the type of person I am that's showing the type of person they are yes and so I have to again let that go and realize okay I'm doing this as to help people it's I'm just a different healing it's a different healing modality people are using me as a different healing modality as they go through grief right and if I can help you great if you don't want to come to me for a reading that's okay too Everybody handles things different. Yeah. It's just, at the end of the day, if everybody could just be a nice person and respect everyone's journey, right? that would be amazing. And the world would
1: be so much, <laughs> such a better place, right? Yeah. And I think as human beings, sometimes we do a lot of judging, um, but we have to keep in mind, keep it to yourself. Like, <laughs> it's so easy. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And I feel like, as human beings, we need to be more open-minded. And
0: judgment is also a trauma response, but we don't yeah. need to go deep down that road because nobody else wants no, to go down that no. road. But ju- judging others is a is a deep down trauma response to something that they did not receive in their childhood. But yeah. that's for another show.
1: Yep, yep, and I can see that. But I think anyone who, you know, doubts you, whether it's within um, with mediums, with... Um, my journey i think if you haven't experienced it yourself you have nothing to say on the subject period point blank period if you have not tried um you know going to a medium and experiencing that um especially you personally if you have not gone to spirit tiff you literally have (laughs) nothing to say on the matter of what she's doing for others because if you had you would have understood Um, And if you have, you know, not put yourself out there and put music out there and been vulnerable like that, then you literally have nothing to say to me sorry (laughs) go keep singing in the shower because I'm gonna do me babe yeah exactly exactly and that's
0: and that's what it is it's it doesn't even have to be a a career or a life choice that is somewhat different right? right it's not a creative career it could be anything in your life like I have friends that I've spoken to that have gone through similar situations and it's They may not be getting it on or actually maybe it is through like those moms (laughs) Facebook pages. They'll (laughs) they'll get somebody to be like a negative Nelly. But then, um, you know, there's also people that they are connected to, whether it's friendships or family members that just want to judge yeah. Like, let go of the judgment. Oh, my God. Speaking of judgment,
1: Thanksgiving is coming <laughs> <up. I> know.
0: <laughs> the right. table. Set,
1: set the table. Set the
0: table for our family yes, reunion. Yes. Yep. Shout yep. out to anybody who has that yes. family member. And it's yes. always funny. They're like, don't talk religion. Don't talk politics. Yep. Don't talk any of that. No. You know, so, you know, that that's something else that, that <laughs> we take into consideration. But it's just, I guess, the moral of the story of this whole podcast is, One, we're talking about how we can go and be inspired through grief and also being connected to yourself and not giving any energy into the doubters or the people that are going to pass judgment because there's nobody that should be passing judgment on anyone. Yeah. So yes,
1: I completely agree. I think it's important to be true to yourself and do what you must for you. Exactly.
0: So with that being said, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and venting session. I guess we had a little bit of a venting <laughs> we session. Did. We did. But maybe we're helping speaking, speak our minds of the people that are listening to this yes. podcast now where they're like, oh my gosh, I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's all it is. So basically, guys, do you. Don't worry about anybody else's opinions on you. Mm-hmm. It's not about them. It's about you. And love yourself first and have a great holiday.
1: Bye. Yeah.